Hello and welcome to My Brother, My Brother, and Me commentary track. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your sweet baby brother, Griffin McElroy. And we're joined by a special guest, uh, director and showrunner of My Brother, My Brother, and Me, J.D. Amato. J.D. Steven welcome. Spielberg. Hi, Steven. Steve Hello, boys. It's me, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> the way he always introduces himself. <laughs> hey, St- Hey, Steve, great work on all the movies. Thank you. I enjoy my brother, my brother, and me. Now I must return to my home planet. Goodbye. <laughs> if, Bye, you Steve. Steve. if you want to download uh, the episode while we're chatting about this, we're going to be doing Resumes and Jamiroquois Dad, which is the second episode of our television show about jobs. Before we get started. Should we talk about the naming convention for the episodes? Because it's been uh, we well over forth. a year at this point. Yeah, I don't remember. We just had to. We wanted to smush together two random things to make the title seem funny. <laughs> yeah, so mission accomplished. It was the the naming convention was it was <laughs> a word that represented the theme of the episode and a goof that we thought was funny. And Jamiroquois dad was the one we really wanted to uh, it's good. <laughs> it, good. it was a pretty good one. Good this goof. might be my favorite episode. I think pound for really? pound. Yeah, because this was the one where I think like the idea of what the show was when we were planning it out, uh, kind of it kind of came together for me. And there's some gags in this one that were like primordial, uh, this, primordial stuff. I feel like. Ep- like the opening, the opening gag was something that we had talked about well, well before we started recording. Now that said, and JD, correct me if I'm wrong, but I am fairly certain that. This was actually the the last episode that we decided to do. We actually took out a Bigfoot episode that we were thinking about doing because uh, Travis thought, and rightfully so, that um, we didn't have really like many grounded episodes that were really sort of like related to real life at all. Um, and so we went back and selected this question in its place. Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have the yeah we have the clown box episode and the secret society episode and like after all that I think we were like we need something that is more real and I think the big thought was one of the first ones you decided to do was the dorms and ghoul smashing where you guys were looking oh, for yeah. ghosts and we're like looking for ghosts looking for Bigfoot is the same thing they're both yeah. things that yeah. aren't real apologies Whoa. to Whoa. <laughs> apologies to uh, people who believe in Bigfoot and ghosts but. To the Huntington Ghost Ghost Hunter Society. I will also yes. say that, like, this was really, and JD can probably uh, address the first half of this better than I can because we were doing it. But um, it was it was tough at first for us to start shooting stuff, and a lot of the stuff you see in the first episode, uh, dorms and ghoul smashing. I think we uh, we reshot because we were very obviously uncomfortable. Um, shooting and this the 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 bit where we're getting different jobs is the first thing we filmed that felt funny to me while we were filming it so it's like an important sequence from that perspective jd just how bad were we when we started (laughs) uh you guys were so so nervous there was a moment i think you've mentioned on the podcast where the first the first time that we ever started recording something the first take where it was like all right sound speeding camera's rolling here we go all right and boys take it away and you guys just sort of sat there quietly and looked at me like what does what do we do right now yeah i don't know Uh, if that made the episode Uh, it's definitely available somewhere is it like a deleted scene on verve if it's not in the episode but the bit where we're like you can't just say go like that was not actually a bit that was us like oh shit like what do we do yeah 
And there's something I process wise to get into the process of how we shot the show a little bit is, you know, there's stuff that as you watch an audience member, you're like, oh, you know, I know that that's like, um, quote unquote fake. Like they're, they, they're all in on it. But for the most part, actually there's nothing, even stuff that was stupid that, that even stuff that we should have faked or just done like scripted takes of almost everything was, we didn't really know what was going to happen or we threw you guys into a situation and saw how it unfolded. Like in this episode, in this episode, we have like phone calls where the people on the other end didn't even really know what was going on and situations where it probably would have gone smoother if we had explained it or explained it to you guys. And instead we just sort of take it piece by piece. Um, This is not a lie. When I was told we were going to a place called bow love, I really thought it was like a hunting, like, bow and arrow archery store until we got there yeah and then i got there i was like oh okay all right let's Um, get let's get rolling before we get started we do need to get started but we should mention um because i think he's in this episode uh and i don't know how like i don't know how much people know about this but uh chief chiccarelli uh very recently passed away uh, which is is uh, which sucks. It's a huge, huge bummer. Uh, and he was so great on the show and was a very nice and very patient dude with us. Uh, and, and we should and, also say he he had he had been ill for quite a long time. In fact, to, was, hei- to heighten um, what kind of assholes we are, this is a fun story that will help to soothe the burn of finding out about Chief Chigurley's passing. Uh, we had a scene planned for Chief Chigarelli. Uh We had actually more stuff planned to do with him uh, than you see in the series. And we showed up to shoot and he wasn't there. And uh, the three of us being hilarious just started doing some great riffing about Oh, I guess there must be some big yeah, crimes we, he had to stop. We did not know. We had no idea. Until JD um, pulled us aside and informed us that he was... Uh, in late late stage cancer and that is why he was not present which i felt like an asshole in my life before but hachi machi that, was that some one next level stuff that was well i will level. say though to that point to then highlight how wonderful he is like he worked really hard and like insisted on showing up and doing the show because he didn't want to let us down yeah and he was he, just a great dude a great i know dude. it's a bummer yeah. I, I know it's a bummer to like start out the commentary track like that but i wanted to say something because he he was he was a really nice guy and we're we're really sad that that you know he's he's gone yeah it's something that i want to mention too is in you know uh shooting in huntington one of the things that stuck out was the amount that everybody really came together to help the show um between the mayor and the mayor's office all the businesses that we worked with people on the street, the Huntington film and television community, and specifically Chief Ciccarelli and the uh, police department, they went above and beyond to help the show in so many ways. Um, number one, like you guys were just saying, he when we, we pitched the idea to them uh, that he's in the show, his staff was so excited. He was on board. He's not a guy that's comfortable being on camera doing comedy stuff, but he thought it was so fun that he wanted to try to make it work. And then on top of that, they heard all the stuff we were doing and like uh, the safety town section that you're going to see, all the props were stuff that <clears throat> apropos of nothing. They like without without us asking, they gathered all of these uh, uniforms and props and things like that. And we're like, hey, you guys should use this stuff. Um, they helped uh, with permits and uh, they gave us uh, in the trenches episode. They gave us like a whole uh, 
police processional. Yeah. Uh, boy, they said we might send a couple cars over and they sent like 14. It was amazing. Like, cars yeah. and bikes. It was, it was so good. Uh, and, okay. We, but yes, yeah, so anyways, Chief Chickarelli was the nicest guy and his, him and his team really went above and beyond to make the show work. So, uh, so, uh, we're, we're going to start the episode. Um, some of you, if you're watching it on Verve without, uh, ads, which I would recommend, if, uh, I mean, you'll have to pause it if you, if ads come up on Verve, if you're not watching it with like a premium account, it, I don't know if on Verve it has the CISO logo at the beginning. So on iTunes it does. So what I'm going to do is, uh, here in a second, I'm going to say now, and then I want you to pause it and then press play again when you uh, when the CISO logo disappears. So that way everybody will be in sync, if that makes sense to y'all. Does that yeah. make sense? Okay. Are you going to give us a countdown so we can sync it up? Yes. That, wait, this, wait, I missed. Wow, this is working. You, I'm so you sorry. Don't have to complicated. You don't have to worry about anything. This is instructions for people watching at home. You, okay. The four of us are going to do something different. But if you're watching at home and listening... Here in a second, I'm going to say now, and I want you to pause it, okay? Three, And, and two, I'm going to be shouting J the word J now. As JD, a don't do anything. You're fine. <laughs> Three, two, one, now. Okay, so now. this is episode two of My Brother, My Brother, uh, Man. Man, it makes me so happy to see this. So the Pepsi shirt was, uh, most of our cold opens were, I think every other cold open was pretty raw. Uh, but the Pepsi shirt was like, I can, I said, but while we were planning the show, I'll buy a Pepsi shirt. Cause JD was telling us how they have to Greek everything. Now, Griffin, um, how did you settle on, how did you settle on two different Simpson shirts? Uh, I thought it was very funny. You know, I'm a born comedian, natural sure. born comedian. We should talk about the fact that there, there was like a running gag. And I don't know if it really worked in the show of us <laughs> thinking we couldn't even say the names of brands or living human beings uh -huh. or reference like song titles or anything. <laughs> yeah, um, it never really makes the show and it actually confuses things every now and then because you guys, the whole joke was you would take the long way to describe a brand or something. And I, I don't think it's ever described that that's what you're doing. You're trying to avoid saying a proper name. Hey, we dad. We, There's daddy. Hey, daddy. We used to try to force JD to cut by starting to shout brand names because we thought that would work. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it was very fun. It was like the kind of thing that while we were making the show, it tickled us like a lot, but out of context makes no sense whatsoever. Well, it's also, it's that, it's that thing of like, we were v very tickled with the novelty of doing a TV show. But if you're watching a TV show, that's not really that funny to you because you've watched yeah. lots of TV shows. Uh, uh, here's a fun little factoid is that the legal department almost made made us blur Travis's tattoo in that horse shot. Oh, really? Oh, because of the Triforce. And I had to go like, no, we're not blurring Travis's physical tattoo that's permanent Yeah, that would raise body. way more questions. <laughs> and that's yeah. what I said. I was like, people are going to think it's like a swastika or something. Or at Justin the very least, also has a, super dirty. Justin yeah. also has that they might be Giants tattoo, which would probably be. Yes, yeah. I didn't bring that up when that was mentioned. This is one uh, of my, I love this opening um, because like, I don't know, it, it kind of sort of fits in with the theme of the episode, but was also just like a weird bit to do. And Griffin went on for so long. I went on, I was so disappointed that Pornography for Birds was the only thing that made the cut because we literally did this for 20 minutes. I guess that's uh, a good that question for JD. How do you sort between the gold? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is there is... Every bit that we did was like 30 to 45 minutes of footage. 
And yeah. our first edits, if you guys remember, were like each episode was an hour plus, and we were all like, "Yep, perfect." And then yeah, all funny. CISO was like, "Uh, how about we make them like a quarter as long?" And CISO, I really had to fight for the. And the you know length. what? We can talk. We can dunk on CISO now that they're dead. Like. <laughs> He didn't need to be, who would have been upset by hour long episodes? Like, there's just no reason to be upset yeah. by that. Like, it's just, it's just, I mean, maybe it wouldn't have been as funny. I don't know, but it's an hour. Like, they didn't have, they they wanted us to keep it to 22 minutes, which is the length of a half hour of entertainment with commercials uh, removed yes. on network television, which is just wild to me. Thank you, CISO, for letting us make the show. We should mention that there's also a deleted scene, I think, on Verve of another one of these ideas, which was a new cool toilet. And then Travis says, uh, with flames on it. And then I think it's such a good idea that we trade seats and then repeat the bit literally word for word again and trade seats again. That I think is fucking it's very, very good. Very good. Um, little tiny reference that I, watching captions, forgot I said, but I... I sometimes use the say monies. We don't have this monies, and it's a reference to a like a Stella, the Michael Ian Black, Michael Showalter, yeah, David yeah. Wayne, where uh, Michael Showalter would often say, "We don't have this monies," and it, it was always so funny. So to that's me. a joke that Travis stole. That's yeah. a stolen joke. No, that that's called stolen. A, that's called an homage. It's called a reference. Yeah, theft or theft. Uh, JD, do you want to talk about the look of the of the show since we're kind of looking at the the HQ? Uh, sort of yeah. visual touchstones that you were yeah and it's actually interesting that you bring it up now because um we ended up shooting this in what was formerly the rights department store uh, uh right in the, the middle of downtown huntington but travis just told the story about um the, the kennel the kennel and we actually almost shot in the kennel as our location the pro it was a giant big concrete location and it was not good, but I will admit a weakness of my own is that the only reason we really even almost considered it was because I was so mad. As we were checking it out, there was a particular member of our team who was so adamantly against it, and they were being very vocal about it in the moment. And I was like, we need to take it in and look at all options to the point where I was like, well, maybe we want to shoot here, actually. Maybe we do want to shoot here. <laughs> and didn't it still smell like wet dog? If I yes, it smelled like wet dog. Your man Jay is here to tell you it smelled like wet dog. It would have been a disaster. We would have been miserable. And there was no air conditioning, I don't believe. Yeah. yeah I think it would have been call to Tommy miserable. was completely impromptu. Yes, Tommy, uh, Tommy knew that we might call him, but did not know why or what or when. It's a good photo of him. He's such a powerful man. He is a giant. He's a giant man. The he has a big, powerful the body. The intimidation of Tommy is only like half, half joke here. I mean, it's Do you so guys weird. remember? Because he's like the nicest dude, but he is also a giant. It's so weird to me to see myself on the show because my beard, this is the longest my beard has ever and probably will ever be. Yeah. And I, this, and I decided to just leave it for, you know, the visual television I, show. I, was I should it's also, also mention before, I've lost about 30 pounds since I filmed this, which is very distracting me when I watch it. So that is yeah, the main I, reason I do another I, season. I, I have literally no gray hair in this, which is pretty wild to me because I am quickly becoming a silver fox. My hair looks great, though. Yeah, no, it looks good. Instead I, of my uh, nails, I don't know if I said it in the first one, that's uh, they're both Sally Hansen. Uh, wine not is the red and dark oh, humor fun. is the blue. Uh, JD, visual look, aesthetics. We yeah. were going to talk about that before I uh, Visual you. look, I wanted it to feel like uh, the like craft room or the like workshop in a theoretical uh, childhood home of you guys that was littered with ephemera both from your childhood and from the show. So everything in the background is either a reference 
to the podcast or it's an actual thing from your guys' lives. Like the trophies, the photos, those are all actual trophies and photos of sure. your guys. And I remember talking in terms of like art design a lot about the thing that like got me excited was like you mentioned like Wes Anderson and Pee Wee's Playhouse. And yeah. I was like, oh, yep, 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 yep. This I bit right here, by the way, this is all complete legit. We did not let Griffin see the jacket we had pulled for him beforehand. Yeah. Or told yeah. me that you were doing this bit. I think we also came up with the bit while we were in the dressing room. Yeah. That it would be, f and mine is just a tie. It's <laughs> 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 just a tie with my sleeves down instead of up. Yeah, and Griffin didn't even know that that where this bit was leading as well. Which is really uh, fun. So Again, fun. we were very vulnerable while we were shooting these early episodes, and to not be included on the bit uh, was a real fun treat for me. I think it's fun that Travis's idea of a business look is fucking cocaine Sicario. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the knitted Adventure Zone figures in the background. Griffin was miserable also because he realized he'd have to be wearing this very thick jacket that we borrowed from the theater department of Marshall. For the rest of the episode, and it was not comfortable from what I remember you complaining no, about. No, it was like wool, I think. It was like, it felt well, like a carpet bag. All right. So Honestly, we got to work I was mostly uncomfortable here. because this bit was coming up, and I knew we'd have to talk to real people out in the world, which is not our strong suit ever while shooting the show. Uh, and I was embarrassed, like straight up embarrassed to be dressed like this. This was I'm so just fun because we literally, when we asked these people, like, what do you want us to do? They legit, like, said, well, you do this and you do this and, like, had us really doing things. Um, it was great. Everybody was super fun. Yeah, and this, this. this wasn't like days of producing either. It was that same day we had producers walk down the street in Huntington and approach businesses and go, hey, do you guys need some, some jerks to work for you for a couple hours? Okay, okay. I, real quick, I want to talk about sweeping because it is not a, it's one of those bits that seemed like it worked in the moment, but not. <laughs> I, I, sweep, I love this. Sorry, I'm funny. I sweep in all the locations, and the the reason I'm not in Bo Love was the joke was she told me I could I should sweep right at the beginning, and I left, and that's why I'm not in the Bo Love scene is because we had a running thing about me always being assigned sweeper. I don't think it really also, she congeals was so in the show. On telling us about how handsome and cool her husband was. Oh, this was legit. When, when Travis is getting the money, an actual person start was actually checking out, and Travis didn't know how to do it, and it became this stressful moment. There was no one there. No one was watching me, and I was just, like, trying to—I I didn't know how the register worked or anything, so I just, like, ran away. I also don't think I'm legally allowed to serve alcohol. A lot of times <laughs> no. when we leave scenes in this show, it's, it seems like we do it for comedic effect, but it does happen because we get so uncomfortable that we have to actually vacate the scene, fl yes. flee the premises. Uh uh, I think this is one of our earliest bits that we had planned for this episode. We were like, yep. this is why we want to do... This was the thing that I feel like sold the show. Was like us sort of talking up like, oh, we're, we know everybody in Huntington and they would let us become the mayor for an episode. This Wouldn't is, that be fun? Oh, God. This I, is also I, one of my favorite scenes to shoot. This and the tarantula parade scene with uh, Mayor Steve were my favorite because like... <laughs> he just looked at us and said, no. And I was like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> how much how much did you sort of coach Mayor Steve before each scene, JD? Zero. I would zero. I would maybe tell him they're gonna ask something stupid. I think the only direction I gave him is like I was like, don't lie, just be yourself. Act as if like I was like treat these as if regular people came in and were asking these things. And he's like, Got it, I'm gonna treat them no differently than anyone else. 
It was so good because there's I, a version of this where he says yes and, and it's very like. Well, that's an inter- it's, it's very like I worried that we were going to be ripping on Portlandia when we were doing this, and it was it's so the opposite of that because he is very not into a lot of our. It's an um, interesting point that you, you mentioned business. yes anding, and like it it is act it's weird because that is normally how improv works, and we actively wanted people to know, but <laughs> like, well, we, that's we, the thing is like yes and doesn't always means saying the words yes and because the bit here is we are asking to do something ridiculous so the yes and is i'm acknowledging the thing that you want to do is ridiculous and not just saying yes to it jd is the only professionally trained improv comedian here maybe you can address address this topic that we're bloviating about well i think what works about it is that you guys are yesing everything so even if they say no even if they deny things you guys accept that and change your path which is what makes it fun is that you guys are you guys are down for whatever happens. Also, I love the the pen is one of my favorite details. The pen. We brought the pen, I think. That's not Steve's pen, is it? Well, no, Steve, you guys brought it because it felt like, quote unquote, official. Mayor Steve, too, like, oh, he, like, almost every time, like, we were finished, he would break a little bit. He was just so good at, like, straight facing like, it. This moment is so funny. This line he has. Um, There's so much uh, of that. There's of the, so much of people talking about our dad. I should mention... I. I should mention this is the last one, but um, the first day of shooting, I bought new shrink to fit jeans, and I put them on wet because I heard that's what you're supposed to do. So if I, I was distracted, because I had wet jeans, I had wet shrink to fit jeans. I remember you claiming that was how that worked. Uh, these sections, I will say, are some of my favorite, but they were. I think we always ended up shooting like an hour's worth of stuff, and we would get exhausted because those rooms yeah. were tiny and hot. Yeah, but I think we prolonged it because we were all sitting, <laughs> so that was good. Yeah. Yes, uh, and this maybe we go. I think maybe the first two were the, or maybe even the first one was the only time we knew what we were going to talk to Dad about when we sat down, and a lot yeah. of it was just like, "Here's what we're doing, Dad," and then we'd spiral into weirdness. Yeah, this oh, is yeah. Uh, this is probably the hardest I laughed while yes. recording the whole show. Yeah. You'll notice every camera is shaking once the bit starts, and that's because all of our camera operators are like crying, laughing because this was not. Again, this was not like a bit that was planned. <laughs> Justin really was having trouble. I was worried. I didn't know if this one would would work in context because there's a lot of stuff that just felt when we were filming it like being a dipshit. Like it, yeah. Like, and it just sort of, it worked later in hindsight, but. <laughs> yeah, I worked, <laughs> I worked so long with the graphics person to explain, to get this graphically working so that you could keep up with it as a viewer. Well, yeah, that shaky cam, we really got him with this. I think this and when Travis got a hold of the Knights Templar, I remember, uh, I remember the, the camera Alex, crew was getting like, yeah. Alex was getting like angry because the cameras were shaking very much during the Knights <laughs> Templar bit. Well, no, yeah. Seth was getting mad at Alex for laughing. Yeah, yeah Seth is our DP and Alex when our camera operators and All credit to them for making this look really, it's a very good looking program, which I can say because I had no part in that, but. Oh god! Yeah, and it looks great considering that we were just shooting everything on the fly. Oh, I don't know what that gesture is. That's a it's wrap like it Jack up. Black. Yeah. I did a good joke. Oh, this Dance. is my favorite. One of my favorite jokes in the series is the one that Chief Chigarelli delivers uh, here when asked about the uh, fitness tests. Uh huh. <laughs> That's such a good line. <laughs> it's. Uh, did it, did the bit make it where I was very nervous in the lobby 
because I was afraid I was accidentally going to do a crime. Uh, I don't, Not in this cut. It was in I don't one think of it them, makes though. it this. Yeah, I think it's in the outtakes that are on VRV, though. Making a show is really weird because we watched probably four different versions of each episode before we got the final one. So I remember being like super nervous when we got the uh, like the DVD with all the episodes on it before the thing was out. Because I was like, I was I was like kind of scared to find out what was going to be the I remember there was one episode, I think it was teens that we watched the first cut and all of us were just like, yeah, it doesn't work. Uh, And that was very and I think it turned into something very, very funny. But uh, I felt so confident while we were making the show. But then when things started to get like more real, like it gets it gets kind of scary in a, a way that's kind of hard to explain. Well, and for every <sighs> episode, we had something like 20 to 30 hours of footage. And so right. our editors, uh, Vince Feller, Mike Choi, Greg Beck, uh, and A.E. Amber Figueroa, like they, the amount of work they did to whittle these episodes God. down is amazing shot in the show. would you say that that, that shot yeah. that intro to the bit was like the most wes anderson in the whole the, it was show? deeply wes anderson also i was very cognizant of the fact afterwards that i had referenced wild boys which i feel like I, is a show that is kind of shot in a similar style and is a different show that already exists but it was weird i don't think this i don't think they so sued us fun. getting so the the two fellows that are with me in this my beagle boys are like my two Huntington best friends. Like it was the most thing. Like, hey, you guys come out and do. <laughs> I just love that shot. JD, so how much? How how concerned were you? When oh, why we, does it say in, we... in in the captions? It says Dougberg. It's Duckberg. Uh, uh, how concerned were you, JD, that this would not work when we started? Because we had very little direction. By which I mean, no. You basically told us to go out and fucking LARP. I mean, it was insane because we, what we ended up doing is we assigned one camera to each of you, and then uh, our audio person was mixing three different things at once, and you can Jeez. physically see me sprinting from person to person throughout it in the background, because you guys were basically doing three different bits that didn't necessarily overlap, and my hope was that comedically they would just crash into each other, which they sort of did. But it was yeah. the it was the most that I was like, how beautiful All is right, my wife? Let's see what this is. There, it's nuts. It's nuts the way we did this. Yeah. Michael like, has a constitution, the by the way. I, it doesn't get highlighted, but that constitution is, just says Justin rules, and I signed it. There's Jason, JDE. Uh, that's one of my favorite bits. I like oh, that. He I has a computer because he was going to do IT for Chad yeah. Pennington, but that didn't get in. Because here what's happening is a different camera operator is falling around each of you, and our audio guy is just in the middle trying to listen to mix every single one. Because there's only one audio guy for, at this point, 12 Steve, people doing three different things. Steve-O, who, by yeah. the way, JD, came down when we were filming that other thing just to say hi. Oh, that's so nice. It was, so, he, it was really cool. He um, was one of the uh, quote-unquote locals, and he was one of the best sound guys I've ever worked with in my oh, life. Yeah. He was He's so great. professional, so good, so on top of things. The handprints that you can see on me and Bradbury and Bob, literally, we had uh, our makeup person, whose name is escaping me. Who was our costume and makeup? Nicole. Yes, Nicole, Nicole. just, like, painted blue makeup on my hand, and then I just, like, pushed Slapped. on them as hard as I could, and then did it to myself. Also, we were... I want to point out... Oh, go ahead. Oh, Sorry no, and we just ended up with this weird Highlander look that I really enjoyed. Or not Highlander, I want to point out... uh, Braveheart. That, that what unfolds here is legit where they gave us very few rules there's me running in the background to see what's going on and immediately you guys started breaking every rule and it became chaotic to a point that was like 
Oh, oh no, none what's of, going on? I will say, though, none of the rules were communicated to us. Had no idea. No the idea. Batteries, there's a scene where we steal batteries from Griffin, and what we don't see is a shot of Bob just eating it. He's running with it, and he falls down and like tucks and rolls with the battery and keeps running. Um, yeah. and then, that's what got us kicked out. And then a couple yes, days later. This, this is what got you guys kicked out, this moment right here. And I, then a couple days later, found out Bob needed to have like emergency heart bypass surgery. He's doing great now. But um, so apparently those batteries are like worth a thousand dollars each. So they were. There is an extended scene where I handcuff the two of you together and make you oh, yeah. talk about the toilet crime you did. This is also was like an hour of real time. This is okay. So this is all real, and I I will say there was some bad mood slime in the drive back to HQ yeah. after this yeah. because. The, the, it, these rules were not communicated to us, and we don't like not knowing what rules are. So there were some bad vibes driving back to. There yeah, were also some some producers asking. that thought that we maybe um, mistreated the safety town, and they were not happy about it as well. But I thought it was great television. It all turned out fine. No, it was it was good. Uh, uh, also, I, uh, with the HQ, each of you technically had a section. It's not totally clear, but. Uh, each of you have your own quote-unquote desk where your personal affects are around. We had a whole thing that never made it in where I had different designs on my, like, drafting table that represented each episode. And I think you can see it in the opening zoom-in. Yeah. yeah, it makes it in. It makes it in. This this is my favorite. Uh, this was a bit when we were talking about, like, what would be a promo for the show that I fought really hard for this one because I think that this is the best example of, like, what we also do on the podcast, is, which is we, like, each take a joke and play it completely out and then go now you do your joke i i think i don't this one still doesn't work for, i think griffin's is very funny but i don't like minor travis's really oh I yeah think they, it doesn't I work think for it me builds really well to griffin's like i think it works as a whole piece i don't know that individually they uh, stand out but like <laughs> i think the the reason it bothers me the reason i feel like it doesn't work for me and i don't know if you're supposed to do this on commentary tricks or not but i'll tell you what bothers me about it is the entire show is predicated on it being like ha at least half real and what bothered me about this for my bit specifically is that like it's very like i it's a lot of cafe like it's a lot of like pretending on my part that I would think this would be a good idea. And I mm -hmm. think that, that bot, that's why it doesn't I want to make it clear that I think me. the high-tech resume of the future is a great idea. This See, also I... has become the like prevalent Griffin McRoy cosplay at conventions yeah. and stuff, is me in the orange yeah. jacket wearing the 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 thing. Also, the, the you know gif has gone viral in a way that uh, is oh, very yeah. strange for me. We should also talk it. about that we had such technical issues with getting this played. Took like 25 minutes to get that to work. Yes, because ultimately the way we did this in all these bits is each of you would come up with your own bit and not tell the others. And then we'd unveil them on camera. And so Griffin spent like maybe 25 minutes programming this into this very difficult to program LED sign. Which I, I, I think works in the show. It really bothered me when we were doing it because like I don't think it was funny as Travis or Griffin. So like I was always really paranoid about doing my own uh bit without their I sort of like consulting on it as we went that sentiment had popped up a few times for all of us throughout the show just and that that i think is representative of like how nervous we were to be making a tv show yeah much the, the entire just time. real quick to jump in i think the i love you was the hardest i like legitimately laughed making the whole thing just because it really caught me by surprise 
But that, we did. That, I shot like a whole like Travis minutes or something where it was just me by myself doing something. And the whole time in my head, I was just saying like, this isn't funny. What I'm doing yeah, isn't funny. I am heartbroken that it is not a deleted scene. Travis uh, recapped the entirety of Entourage. Do you remember yeah. this, JD? Yeah, for obvious reasons, I think that one hit the cutting room floor. And I think it took like 15 straight minutes. Yeah, it was amazing. Of like high octane Travis just going beat by beat through what happened. Um, I love I Tommy, also had a whole thing about feeling like Teen Wolf and like looking like Teen Wolf. It made me pretty happy. But. Tommy had some other bits that he brought in. I remember he had some uh, crates that were labeled G that he said were the G files, <laughs> which were all the things that Griffin had done bad, which I thought was kind of funny. His bit where Travis walks in and he offers him a beer as a test That's is like, good. it's very, very good. And, and it legit got me because I've been over to Tommy's house so many times and accepted beer from Tommy. Uh, by the way, the basketball that I have, I did a bit. He, Tommy loves basketball, so I like playing basketball. So I think I was gonna, I was gonna do like, I can play basketball. I think that's funny. There's so many remnants in this show of yeah. bits that was never explained <laughs> to the audience. Oh man, I was I during Griffin's whole bit with Tommy. Everybody was like behind the monitor down the hallway. Yeah, <laughs> just like especially when Dwight was in there and the whole writing the number on the piece oh, of paper. Man. Oh, God. That was so good. That's, that's yeah, I love that. Tommy's response to my high-tech resume of the future, by the way, also didn't make the show, but when it pops up and says that I'm young, dumb, and full of blank, he <laughs> did not have, I think, a favorable response. No. Well, that's the other thing, too, is that, like, it's not like any of this stuff is scripted. Even the Dwight, like, between Dwight, Tommy, like, they don't know what's happening or even what the circumstance is. So it's not like we've set up this bit. Dwight's when, happy, ladies and gentlemen, who was Griffin's manager. When Dwight's twelling, telling Gr Griffin he's too many digits, like that's just Dwight reacting in the moment, and it's so funny. This is uh, right across the hallway from uh, the Tridata Studios, <laughs> where you shoot uh, things I bought at Sheets. <laughs> too many digits. Yeah, Tridata Studios is right across. Uh, Tridata Studios is... Uh, I don't think we actually see the the room. This is a conference room at Tridata. God, we uh, worked for so long. We shot for a half hour <laughs> trying to figure out what an ending to this is. We did a fucking Three Stooges, hello, 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 where we popped in our three heads. It was probably, I would say that's probably the least successful bit that immediately hit the cutting room floor. Yes. Uh, this, this to me was the least successful. Oh, I hated I shooting this. in this fucking <laughs> This was tub. so funny to me. Uh, this, is this, this is actually the Smurls house. Uh, not not our daddies, but the Smurls house is in Huntington, and Daddy lives in Ireton. So here's the amazing thing. So the the height of the uh, edge of the hot tub was just enough that all of our arms were falling asleep. Like we were all yeah. having huge nerve pain, which is why, the, especially with Justin's arm draped over mine, it was cutting off circulation. Which is why the thing with Steve-O coming over and taking off the mics is also like, please, please, please. Well, also, I was about to piss uh, so bad I was gonna die. And on you guys are, I think they're like three to four thousand dollar microphones, uh -huh. and if they get wet, they're ruined. So we were like, "Do not move, do not make waves, or you will ruin these microphones." Which is why you guys are all like completely still. It's a reference to episode fifty-five of My Brother, My Brother, and Me. We eat spaghetti in every one of these scenes. is not super prominent, but there's always spaghetti. Is what we're always having at Daddy's house. It yeah, also it feels really weird it. to sit in a pool in non-pool clothing. It's very yes, it's strange. very disconcerting. Very We're all wearing trunks, I think, though. I will say that. Yes. 
we uh, Griffin couldn't wear the jacket because it was borrowed. <laughs> we yeah. didn't want to ruin it. That's why he's not wearing the jacket in the scene. And then you'll see Steve-O, the sound guy we were talking about earlier. He comes in here. Yeah. Steve-O, you God, also Steve-o. see in a deleted scene where uh, we're just eating <laughs> ring pops. Yep. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Trying to Jesus ir- irritate Christ, Steve-o. that's funny. His uh, reaction is all legit. Um, so that's episode two. Yep. That's the second one. I we guess, got it. Uh, like a, next we'll year, we'll have to do episode three. Yeah, something like that. Oh God, I, I, oh, big giant head. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Thanks, JD. There we go. Oh wait, hold on. Wait, wait, there's this. I think this is the last thing we shot. Maybe we shot this on candle this nights. Is, yeah. This we was shot, shot on the before candle nights. Changed into these outfits and. <laughs> <laughs> It also took so ho- t- so long to point all of your pictures so that they weren't reflecting crew members. <laughs> all right, so that's, that's the show. That's, that's TV. That's TV, everybody. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.